Hello, and welcome to episode 166 of the Gaming Fix podcast on April 3rd, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite King of the Hill character. I am joined today by Allison. Oh, I never really watched that much King of the Hill, but I, so I don't know if I have a favorite character. You you should watch King of the Hill. No, it's good. No, everything I've seen of it is really good. It's just like, it's just something that I never really watched a lot of. uh, You should remedy that. I'm just going to say. Yeah. uh, So who who is your favorite with what little you've seen? Uh... Bobby? Question okay, mark? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Strong, strong choice. Alex. I might go for Joseph. Okay. Because he's a weirdo. Okay. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, they're all weirdos. That's uh, what yeah. makes it so good. You yeah, know, it's true. true to life. They're they're teenagers. Yeah. So, other right. than you, who is your favorite King of the Hill character or your partner's favorite? Uh, like, I mean, it's, there's, there's so many good choices. It might, it's probably got to be Dale, the pocket sand. Oh, the pocket Winnebug- sand is classic. Winnebago. How about, is, uh, uh about Boomhauer? Oh, talking about Boomhauer is a big old, dang. <laughs> Indeed. The thing about, the thing about Boomhauer is all his lines are like actually written out and he's actually saying things. It's just impossible to like make out unless you like know people who speak like that. Do people speak like that? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, just if you don't know, if you weren't like familiar with that like dialect or like that style of speaking, it it just seems ridiculous. But it's it's based does, in reality. Does it have a name? Uh, I don't know. Probably, but it's like uh, chaos language, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't, Texas I don't know chaos sure. language. I love it. <laughs> hey, what dialect does Boomhauer speak? <laughs> He's like a, is he a cop? Um, I think, I think it's like, it wasn't he like not an FBI agent, but something like that. Uh, it's, it's something ridiculous. Okay. So, Mike Judge, the creator, uh, has stated that the inspiration for Boomhauer's voice came from a message left on his answering machine by <laughs> by an irate Beavis and Butthead viewer. <laughs> Actually, what this quote says, oh. by an irate viewer of Beavis and Butthead, as well as the voice patterns oh. of an acquaintance in Dallas and an Oklahoma City resident reciting directions over the telephone. Huh. So. Huh. And then the... Okay. Comment after that. For what it's worth, I am from Oklahoma and I understand Boomhauer perfectly. <laughs> so I'm not sure this is the case for everyone. You need to go to Oklahoma, apparently. Yeah, if you want to understand Boomhauer, you just got to spend like two years in Oklahoma getting familiar. Worth. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that, that, maybe. I don't know. The weather is kind of wild, but tornadoes and shit. Oh. Shit tornadoes, indeed. Beavis and Butthead, shit tornadoes, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Is that the name of this episode? Beavis and Butthead, shit tornadoes? <laughs> that, or I, Texas you know, chaos language. 
<laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, we've got we, some good options there. Got, yeah, we're only you know a few minutes in. We got we got a whole episode left to. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think this Come episode up. should be titled? Email us at gamingitfixed.com. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah. this episode's already out, so it already has that title. But, uh, you yeah, know. But uh, what should our next episode be called? Yeah. Right oh. in gamingitfixed.space, and hey, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll say it we'll, Maybe we'll do that. Might not make sense in the context of that episode, but hey. That's fine. Doesn't what did that to? matter for us? Indeed, uh, yeah. Like uh, this nonset. We talk about like crazy weather. You've got like uh, like really weird seasons, and like you can tell a story oh, about God. each of those seasons. Uh, like when the pioneers uh-huh. of all uh-huh. of town made their way to yeah. Oklahoma and started their oh. homestead in all homestead. of town. Homestead, and then pioneers. they made like a GeoCities. Yeah, geo a geo cities. And uh-huh, they had yeah. like, each person had their own space. Like I had my space, mm. and then they had a book of everyone's face, so they could like, you know, facial recognition wasn't a thing, so they had like this big yeah. Facebook. And they were friends with Turs, so like you could call them friendsters if you needed to. And then you could hear the birds twitter every morning, <laughs> and the tick tock of the clock. Don't stop. DJ, blow my speaker up. <laughs> Allison, save us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, no, I'm going to let you uh, take all of that out. <laughs> no, uh, so I... What that segue was originally starting and then lost the plot for <laughs> was uh, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town. I watched my girlfriend uh, play this game. I think we were right on. Yeah, no, it looks... It's. It, I think it's pretty solid. It's not the best. I feel like... Okay, so... I think that's interesting is that uh, it feels like it does take like... Uh, inspiration from both um stardew valley and then also animal crossing new horizons and so that if that works pretty well but it's like i I feel like you you know if you prefer if you already like uh stardew valley i feel like that's like a better game you know what i mean but i feel like if you like the kind of aesthetic and feel of a classic harvest moon or this or what became story of seasons uh it i i i think it's still really pretty fun so uh yeah so i've I've been playing that uh i haven't played very much yet but it's i think solid and uh this is the original harvest moon team yeah because they like got like let go or something and then harvest yeah, Moon was given so, to another team that hasn't made a good game it sounds like yeah so basically it's it's just all in the localization okay um so the uh it's like still the original harvest moon uh developers and harvest moon thing but uh the the um the uh, localization 
that has the rights to the name Harvest Moon uh, split from this team that had uh, uh, Story of Seasons. So they kept the rights to the name, but they didn't have the rights to distribute the game. So there's like, okay, let's just make our own Harvest Moon. And it's still called Harvest Moon, but it's not Harvest Moon. It's very weird. So anyway, and and they're all kind of like not the best. Wasn't there a weird game that had like almost a similar story that came out last year? Um, was it the Rune Factory? No, I'm. Th- no. I'll I'll do some research in the back. There, there was the there was the Story of Seasons uh, Friends of Mineral Town remake. Hmm. Maybe that's what yeah, I'm there, thinking of. Yeah, there was yeah. another Story of Seasons that came out last okay. year. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it because there. it was a remake of the Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town, but it's now Story of Seasons Friends mm-hmm. of Mineral Town because hmm. uh, everybody loves hearing about uh, rights disputes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe it was that that I'm thinking of. That's. It's such a weird story. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also like, it's very weird because it's like you like, uh, I really, you know, I grew up playing the Harvest Moon series and I really love that series, but it's like, if you, and if you liked that series growing up, you might see the latest Harvest Moon game and go, oh, that's, uh, that's the one I want to play because I remember that Harvest Moon and it's like, no, you can't do that. You gotta play Story of Seasons now because that's the oh. that's the real series, not the fake series. I was Anyways, of, I was thinking of that Cooking Mama game that came out for like a oh. minute and then it and then it uncame out. <laughs> and then people were saying like, "Is it mining Bitcoin?" <laughs> right. Yeah, that whole thing. Now that game's yeah. gone, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It, well, they, they apparently that was like day. rights disputes too. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, yeah, they right. They weren't. The holder was like, "No, why is this game out?" And then the developers, were yeah, like, oh, we put it out. Yeah. I don't know. Any, anyways, that's much ado about nothing. But that's that's what I was thinking of earlier. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, which Cooking Mama is another series where I'm like, I like that series, but it would be nice if it was good. Anyways, uh, Story of Seasons, friends of, oh, not friends of. Olive Town, uh, pioneers of Olive Town. So the thing that uh, feels very uh, Animal Crossing inspired is that basically you are starting with very little. Like you have your, you have a tent, and you have a plot of land, and they're like, "This is a farm. Make it a farm." So you have to uh, like keep building it up. And I think it's pretty easy to get the. like get an actual house like I'm almost there to getting a house and I I've only played for like an hour or two so it's not very you know n- not exactly like difficult but uh otherwise you have to kind of build up uh your farm from kind of scratch with like that with crafting um like there's a really dilapidated uh building on the on the farm where you're like this is gonna be where i keep my animals but i have this is my barn but like i have to fix up this dilapidated barn okay here's a bridge that i don't know where it goes to gotta figure out how to do that uh so so it it kind of has that similar uh vibe to that but then also in like uh um 
Stardew Valley it is it you have skills that you're increasing and you have uh which I don't I don't remember honestly if, if other store, uh, Harvest Moon games have had that kind of similar thing where it's like you chop enough wood and then you're better at chopping wood or you catch a lot of fish and you're better at catching fish so there it, it, it's if but it feels like they're tr- they saw these two other popular things and are like all right let's kind of fit it in here with a with our our game and it, I think it, it works um but I think I think the thing that really sets this series apart is just kind of generally the aesthetic and vibe of it all which is just pleasant and that's kind of what I was going for when I bought it because I was like I you know had, had like kind of a tricky week at work and I was I was a little bit like I just want to play something really cozy and that's what I go for these kinds of games for is like just that kind of cozy vibe so it's it's really quite good for that and uh I'm actually really interested to see where it goes because it's uh feels fairly limited right now but also I know that it kind of expands a little bit more more mechanics will show up uh and I'm excited to see where that goes the other thing that I found was very funny was that you can buy like when you go and buy animals, uh, instead of being like, want to buy a horse, it's like, they're like, they tell you that you're going to buy a mount, which I thought was very funny. Can you get like but a cow or something? Or like a... Maybe. Like, can you get like a chocobo? I mean, you can definitely get cows, can, but... Can get, uh, this is this is that game where we, we talked about it like a month or so ago, where right. there was yeah. the, the bug where you can get divorced in the game. <laughs> right, oh, exactly. Right, right, but right. you can, like, they, they included divorce in the game, but if you have a child with your partner and you get divorced, the child just ceases to exist. Yeah. You cannot recover that child. That is this game. Right, I forgot about that. Huh. So, yep, uh, you know, interesting little little bug but no it's not a bug it's a feature right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Well. yeah no i i personally it's just like i i played uh harvest moon a wonderful life when i was a kid so it's like very 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 nostalgic for me so just mm-hmm. kind of like want that cozy cozy vibe so do that what? the other thing is that there is a photo mode now which I think it's kind of neat because I think that you can actually give those over to the uh, uh, museum, which I think is is a cool idea. And other games that have that kind of museum thing, I'm like, you should do something like that because uh, that's that's neat. But uh, apparently, in the loading screens, the photos that you see are photos taken by somebody else or uh, by other players, and so that's that could get weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a bunch of. We're like, huh? All right, but. All right. Well, that's. Well, yeah. I'm just curious. What prevents it from being excellent? Like, what about Um, it? What about it makes it just okay? Um. It it just feels like. In terms of immediate features, Stardew Valley is kind of the thing to beat right now. Uh, just because there's so much space, there is so much to do, and it's like even if you don't have access to it, you it's pretty clear. Look, there's all this to do for uh, like 
coming up in the future to work towards. And I sure. feel like it's mo- all, like most of these kinds of farming games feel like, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'd agree with it, but like, I, f- I feel like if you're a, somebody who comes from Stardew Valley, you might go, Oh, this is kind of watered down Stardew Valley, you know? And I, and I, I think that it's like part of it is a little bit more chill because Stardew Valley is chill, but like, there's a lot to do and you can you could easily get yourself overwhelmed because if you want to you know do all of the uh um community center quests and stuff and oh there's you have to do that before the end of the month and uh it's just like i feel like uh it's it's like start uh harvest moon is a little bit more relaxing but at the same time um you know, you're like, hey, it would be nice to have a little bit more. But I, I again, I don't know necessarily. Like, I'm still pretty early on, and they like uh, Animal Crossing kind of drip feed uh, new mechanics to you every day, where they're like, here, now you can do this. Uh, but it's like every day in game versus every day in real life, like Animal Crossing. <laughs> Which is which is the problematic and tough, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I feel like it's I, I'm interested to see more of where it goes because right now it just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to do. But also it's uh, I, but also like maybe it'll it'll expand a little bit more and I'll see. Oh, there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. Sure. Yeah. When you're if there's only that far in, then right. It's hard to tell. Um, Maybe that's amount you can get. Optimus Prime. Oh man. Theme of the year. Uh, Can ride a a cassette tape. A cassette tape player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. That's. I I just had the most like ridiculous thought because this is what Riverdale does to your brain oh, um, no. just because like Riverdale is filled with anachronisms and like oh, in recent episodes how. they were using like cassette tapes to listen to like recordings of of something um, I don't want to spoil what it was for Allison because um, I don't know if she knows the thing anyway I was like so you said cassette tape and it made me think like what if they did a Riverdale uh, Transformers crossover. <laughs> you know, instead of Riverdale instead of Shia LaBeouf, it's, instead of Shia LaBeouf, Sam Witwicky or whatever, it's Archie Andrews because he joined the military. So the movie's already like a military movie, and it's Archie Andrews and Jughead, Betty, Veronica all have to help the Autobots save the world. And, and Mila Jovovich. Hell yeah. <laughs> What if they're Andre? I have a question for you. Yeah. What would the, what 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 would your be your ideal Riverdale video game? Oh, it would one hundred percent be a Telltale game. Huh. I think we've discussed this on the podcast before. I think I've have we? I've I, I feel like I have said at some point I want a Riverdale Telltale game, or at least I've tweeted about it, and it would just be so good, and you could like just. Like extremely jughead voice, 
Archie Andrews <laughs> was filled with determination. I could see like a bully type thing working too. Sure. Yeah, you could do, you could do so much. It's it is a it is a it is a broad canvas that can oh. uh, you could do you could do a sports game uh, that features the epic highs and lows of high school football. You could do a um, bullet hell. You could do a bullet hell. Uh, well, <laughs> hmm, you could maybe you could do like a you could do like a like a mystery game. Like a like a visual like a, a som- somnium files type thing or like a nine 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 type thing. Uh, there, do, there's so many so many things a, you could do. Danganronpa. Do a, do a hidden you, you object do. game. Oh yeah, you do. I spy. You could do. Uh, you can do like a what, what's that? Uh, Hypnospace outlaw. That could be. You could make that about Riverdale. God. You could do like a, a management sim, like a like a business management sim for pops. Uh, for pops, for the the blossom the maple syrup, <laughs> you could do it for the uh, you could do it for the la, is it la bonne nuit. Uh, uh, there there are so many businesses you could manage. Uh, you, there are there are a lot of things you could do with a Riverdale game, and the fact that there aren't like a million like I would play a Riverdale gotcha game. Oh my god, I would too. It'd be so stupid. To be clear, there are so many characters, and you could have so many like rare versions oh, yeah. of the characters, like uh, mm-hmm. Josie and the Pussycats, Veronica, like mm-hmm. yeah. with her with her pearls on her headband for whatever reason, yep. and you're mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. yeah, with pearls, punished without jughead. pearls, punished Jughead. That that is more of a thing than you might think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the, yeah i'm like you say this and as a joke but i'm like oh yeah yep that's right <laughs> venom, you got you got venom jughead you got uh liquid jughead you, solid you know, jughead you say that you say this uh andre knows like he's saying this and it's like kind of accurate though <laughs> yeah so definitely. riverdale is riverdale is secretly just a metal gear like continuation of that story I Riverdale mean, is everything. The gang is called the Southside Serpents, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. snakes yep. are a thing. Yep, the pretty poisons. That's uh, they're like the girl, like subsect, uh, like the high school girl subsect of the Southside Serpents. Yeah, HBIC uh, Cheryl. Mm, mm, I love Cheryl. There's a lot of. I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns here. Oh, sure, <laughs> plenty of unknowns, to, and that might might make us just wash ashore in these unknowns. Wow! Oh, wow! Segwaying into my game, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, shores unknown. It, I played this like two years ago, almost. Uh, like <laughs> great. Yeah, no, well, you know, I'm playing it now, but I, I first played it like two years ago at oh. Bit Summit. Um, and it's like, it, it, I have yeah. not played it since. No, <laughs> I, I, I talked about it when I when I played it then, but uh, it's now out in early access on Steam. Oh. Uh, it's uh, how much is it? Let me uh, for it's twenty bucks. It's on sale until the sixth uh, for seventeen, nope. and it the price is going to go up once it comes out. So just get that out of the way. Uh, if it sounds good to you from my description, maybe go pick it up. 
So Shores Unknown is a, it's an RPG and it's like Baldur's Gate or like, you know, that kind of isometric RPG meets RuneScape meets like Yakuza like a dragon. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, like specifically the combat of like a dragon, Uh, not so much like the writing or anything like that. It's it's mm. not that ridiculous, and like the like the RuneScape comparison is it's like sort of that lo-fi, low-poly look. It's it's higher fidelity than a RuneScape, um, and it's not isometric, but it's like you can count like the vertices on like the characters' heads and stuff like that. It's like it's like a PS One game. Uh sure. It, it's very pretty, uh, and it's it's just not a lot of polygons uh, in these characters which is fine sure. it looks good um so in the game you're playing as let me pull up the names i can't remember names lately you're playing as morton uh and you're a mercenary uh traveling with your sister ren uh being sent off by some like great adventurer to an area in the north of the land uh because of some like prophecy that's come down uh, that says a, a boat from the north is going to come and we haven't had like any boats from the north in like 200 years or something like that uh, so you're like going to like see what's up check it out see what happens uh, things well you meet yeah things start to go bad pretty quick there you're met with some bandits you, you take on the bandits, uh, and you find your friend Sigvard, who was supposed to meet you there. He was trapped. Sigvard is hot. He, he is just like, oh, beautiful man. Nice. He's like dark skin, swooping red hair, like, you know, like undercut kind of. Like as much as you can do an undercut with this kind of uh, art style. He's got like this this mustache and beard. Uh, he He's just like, he is hot. And he's your mage. Um, then, so you get to the island, and or not the island, you get to the town, and turns out when the boats show up, which does happen, uh, things go bad real quick, and like some like magicy stuff starts happening, and you get dragged into a plot against the crown, like the, you know the king of the kingdom you're from. And, like, your whole party and, like, your guild or, like, mercenary group is all, like, on the shit list for some reason. So your kind of, your whole thing is, like, trying to figure out what is going on, why you're being targeted, and why the crown seems so eager to cover up what happened in that uh, village where you uh, were, were when the boats came in so that's kind of like the setup for the story the gameplay uh it's not isometric you're it's just like third person you're running around the world uh they're like not huge areas um they're like kind of instanced zones sort of like a like a dragon age inquisition but on like a smaller scale like much smaller scale sure but you know, you just you got like okay, I'm in one zone, and I run over here, and then I just run into the next zone. Um, you know, classic stuff. 
And then you've got, you know, your points of interest, you're picking up quests and finding loot and all that good stuff. You can have up to five people in your team. And then when you get into combat, like I said, that's where it becomes like Yakuza Like a Dragon. I've also heard saw someone compare it to Last Remnant, which I never played. Um, but what the combat system is, it's turn-based RPG, but everyone is just kind of running freely about the uh, the combat area, which in a lot of ways makes it feel very organic because people are just like, oh, I'm going to run over here and I'm going to attack this guy, uh, or the enemies are. And you've got things like attacks of opportunity from Dr- Dungeons & Dragons and other you know, role-playing games. So if like an enemy runs past you and be like hey stop that and whack them with a stick you know or axe or whatever it is you have bonk yep go to horny jail yep <laughs> uh so and that it makes it feel really organic when people are just like running all over the place and you're ta- uh, uh, targeting and then if an enemy it, you attack dies then you can refocus your attacks elsewhere or your your ai will just be like oh i'm gonna do something completely different i'm gonna be like oh this person needs to be healed now so i'm gonna heal them because i can't do the thing i was assigned to before so it's pretty smart with that stuff uh the combat is tough but fair i'd say it's very fair like there's no permadeath or anything like that at least not so far in the game there's no difficulty selection um and maybe the auto saves could be a little more generous but that's you know you can save freely as you want so it's not too much of an issue but it definitely like puts you up against some tough enemies early on and wants to test your combat ability but because there's no permadeath and everyone still levels up even if they get downed in battle and everyone just goes back to full health at the end of a fight it feels very uh, forgiving and accessible in that way, even if the battles are difficult. Like you're not going to be put in like a impossible position because you didn't bring enough healing or something like that. Uh, so that's all really nice. It's so, yeah. How are you like, is there a leveling system? Like, are you, do you start at level one and you progress or is it all gear? It's so there there's both there's gear and levels, but you're not like choosing abilities or going down a skill tree or anything like that. You're just like every character, at least so far. um, I think there's some more options planned later on down the road and like more variation uh, in like the early access path. Um, But let's see. Uh, Unlock new classes. Yeah, it. Uh, I think it's mostly just you get multiple characters for your party, and then you can swip, swap those in and out. Um, and that's how you kind of customize your party. But aside from that, everyone just like levels up, and you find new gear, and you give them the gear uh, to improve their performance in fights. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be in early access for like about a year. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's the f- entirety of chapter one and half of chapter two are currently in the game. And they're adding stuff 
they've got like a roadmap set out to like sometime in the summer, they're going to add the second half of chapter two and I believe part of chapter three. And there's going to be four chapters total, I believe. Um, I'm still in chapter one, but I think it's like six hours of content in the current. Uh, yeah, like something like six hours of content in the current thing, but up to 20 to 30 in the final release is their plan. And it's it's very fun. Uh, it's got pretty good writing. There, It's uh, funny enough and like not super dry or anything like i'm intrigued by what's going on in the story they set up a pretty good mystery and like tension right off the bat and it's it's made by a russian developer living in japan (laughs) oh interesting that's yeah and the story is all in english uh right now but yeah it's uh it's very interesting it's gonna come to switch uh i believe that's what i played it on at bit summit uh, now I'm playing on Steam because early access is not on Switch, but I believe it'll be on Switch when it does come out eventually. So, for all you Switch gamers, Allison, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's neat. It's Sounds got, neat. Yeah, it's uh, I'm enjoying it. It's got a quite a big map. Um, I'm not sure how that like how many areas we'll actually be going to. How much of that is like condensed into like the small like the individualized areas and stuff like that, but I'm looking forward to playing more and I definitely want to. The characters are interesting. Like I, I like the art, even though it's like very simple, it's uh very, there's good something kind of nostalgic design. about that kind of like mm-hmm. runescape kind of vibe, you know? Yep. yep. Yeah. That's like part of it's like, Oh man, runescape, <laughs> but this is better than runescape. <laughs> Just the vibe of playing RuneScape back in the day where you're mm-hmm. like, I have zero video games. Sure. This is free, so I'm going to do that. Well, I, pay, I paid $5 a month to play RuneScape to like have the, like the member stuff and like go into oh, like wow. the, the, Fancy. the member areas and have all the extra stuff. But now, now I pay $15 a month <laughs> less <laughs> for $77, oh. $77 oh. per six months to play the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy fourteen. That was a good that was a good segue. Good job. Yeah. Nice. From one RPG to another. We're all playing it. We we, we, we are out last week we were like Allison, you should play Final Fantasy fourteen and the free trial, which includes the critically acclaimed Heaven's Word. <laughs> it does. And now you're doing it. It's good. It's a good game. It's your yeah. fault that I'm into it, but you know that's good. Is it is it our fault or is it uh, like you know uh, what's a, what's a good version of a fault? <laughs> uh, a little bit of both because now I'm like, oh no, this is becoming a thing for me. Uh-huh. That's it's a good game. I don't know. I, I feel like the thing that I I noted to other people about it is that um, I feel like for other other times I've tried to get into an MMO, I've been like, okay, let's to push forward through the good to get to the good stuff. Whereas now I'm already enjoying it and it's still hmm. pretty early on for me. So I, yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes because I've heard it goes really good places with the story from Alex. Um, and uh, but I'm already enjoying it pretty early on. So yeah. oh, wh- where are you? Uh, I'm still really early. Um, 
Let's see. Got the airship pass. I've been traveling around there. What was the last thing that I was doing? Well, you've done some duties, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, oh, I'm, I'm uh, going to go join with the group of, with the, why am I blanking on their names? The two NPCs that have hung out with you a couple times. Oh, the seven scions. Yeah, exactly. I'm almost there. Okay. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. uh, where like the story kind of like finally you start getting the story there kind of so yeah and i think if you're already enjoying it it's just going to go up for you because when you start encountering these characters like they're the core of the game like oh and they're cool i like them a lot yeah like the two the two that you've seen before well uh, yeah so ida and poply poply poplimo right because you were in gridania yeah yeah, those, yeah, they're, they're so cool. Depend, I like them a lot. Depending on the starting city, you meet a different character. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess like that makes you, sense. If you start in Limsa, you meet Yashtola and Thancred, I think. No, Thancred's in. Uh, isn't Thancred in uh, Old Anna? Might be, uh, but yeah, I, like I know it was definitely Yashtola. Mm, yeah, 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 and in Limsa, Yashtola, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> I finished uh, the Praetorium, which is the final, uh, du- or like the first final uh, duty of Realm Reborn. Uh, like for the first credits, one or two point or one whatever they called it. Uh, yeah, so I got to the the first credits, and am now like, I still have to go. Like everyone's doing the Evangelion. Like we're gonna clap for you. Uh, thing as I run into like the Sultanate or whatever. Congratulations! But, yeah. So, but I had to stop and like prepare dinner after that. I was like, "Come on, let's wrap it up." Like this is going on. <laughs> yeah, the Praetorium takes its sweet time with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like the fights, it's it's like a Metal Gear thing. It's like here's like a long cut scene, and then a very short fight. And then another long cutscene, and then an even shorter fight. Well, the, the uh, funny thing about the Praetorium is it, it's what sixteen people, I think. Uh, eight, people. eight, or is it eight? Or okay, eight. Yeah, it's eight. I I can't remember because I haven't done it in like a year. But um, generally, the people who are joining you with it are people who are doing the duty roulette. So they're like higher yeah. level people that are helping out lower level people with cues. Yeah. So they know what they're doing, so they're just going to rush through it incredibly fast. Yep. Because they know the optimal path, and you're just going to kind of come along for the ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that was an experience. But, like, also it wasn't, like, the most... I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything, really, because it does just, like, pull you forward. And, like, there weren't any, like, interesting puzzles or anything like that in it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. I, I will say the Praetorium is probably the worst of the duties. Everything mm-hmm. after that is good. Like and they okay. learn a lot they learn a lot of lessons from it. Like they're like, yeah, okay, sure. we recognize what we did wrong and we fixed mm-hmm. all of them. So Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna keep making my way. I I paid for six months of the subscription, so I better use it. How's how's your journey going, Alex? Dog. Um, yeah so I'm way further than either of you uh, obviously I started this like a year ago 
I, finished... I mean, I started playing like two years. I started playing when Shadowbringers came out, and then I fell off right at the end of Realm Reborn. <laughs> so I just replayed through all of it because I was like, I don't remember how to tank. I don't know anything. Totally. Yeah. Like, I had also stepped away from it for like, what, two or three months uh, mm-hmm. near the end of the year because we were doing Game of the Year stuff, and I just yeah. couldn't give it the time it needed and the focus because there's a lot of story in the last parts um so jumping back in that was hard because i picked one of the harder dps classes in terms of like it has lots of micromanagement uh summoner Um, okay level 80 summoner has a lot of micromanagement um Mm -hmm. so jumping right back into like level 75 dungeons or whatever i was at at the time was like oh god Mm -hmm. I need to reteach myself how to play this video game because <laughs> it's relatively time to involved. go and time to start at the bottom of the duty roulette and just work my way back up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I have now over the past month or two gotten reacquainted and feel comfy with it. And uh, yeah, no, I finished 5.3 last night, which I've heard a lot of people saying like people speak highly of Shadowbringers as a whole and mm-hmm specifically point out that 5.3 is probably a high point of the series um like which uh, and by series i mean final fantasy <laughs> like not yeah. just final fantasy 14 yeah. and it was really good yeah like i can totally see why people would say that i think my expectations were set a little high so i was expecting it to go even crazier but it, it was just really good like it was a good story told really well and um I don't want to get into why, because mm-hmm. yeah, it it's the kind of thing that changes the state of the world in a lot of ways, and they do well by it, and it seems earned. And also, cool. I had not been spoiled on what happens somehow, and it's well, worth going either, in. So. Yeah, it's worth going in unspoiled and without looking at that stuff up, because okay. uh, they they make some choices that you wouldn't expect in a good way. Mm. All right. They yeah. they join the Fast and Furious gang to do a heist. Yeah. And Dominic Toretto drives a Dodge Charger down the streets of Uldana. I yeah, I thought that was known. That's that was in the trailer. <laughs> like Oh, I haven't watched the trailer, so I'm <laughs> oh, okay, you know, okay. I just I'm just fine. I'm I'm keyed in with what the developers are thinking. Yeah. Well I'm sorry it's so predictable, Andre. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, but no, it's not it's good. Great, um, you know, they uh, everyone's like putting their movies out on streaming services like Disney Plus, Peacock, HBO Max, and the Fast and F- that's the the CBS, NBC, NBC, NBC. That's the one. Oh, NBC yeah. oh I guess the name. Makes it's, a, it's a it's a solid it's a solid one. I, I use it. Uh, it's not bad. But they've uh, yeah, but. but Fast and Furious, they're like, no, we know where the true fans are. We're in a stream, Fast and Furious 9 and Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> and that's going to come in patch 5.5. In in like 10 days or something. Yeah, yeah. 5.5, uh, Unto Towards Death Dawn, or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's called. Where is it? Uh, Death Unto Dawn. There we go. That's, Death that's Unto cool. Dawn featuring Fast and Furious 9. Absolutely. Like the Fortnite events with like Travis Scott, the Lil Nas, but it's Fast and Furious. Wait, Lil Nas X, wasn't that in Roblox? 
Was it Roblox? What? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Pretty sure. sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a child. What? You're not using Roblox every day? No, I'm not. Wow. How dare you? I, that's, that's too complex. Casual. I'm a little, I'm a little baby. Ooh, Best I can do is RuneScape. Play... <laughs> um, it's a real one, game. One other thing I'll say for late later game Final Fantasy 14 is it gets real fucking hard. Like mm. it gets very difficult. Even part of the just the main story quest. Some of the mm. oh god, I'm a little bit nervous doing, at that. It but it eases you into it. It's a very like. It's not a wall that you're going to hit. It's very gradual. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, JRPG style yeah. of you hit level 70 and to get to level 75, it's just a massive spike in difficulty. It's not anything like that, but it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through the currently existing near raids, mm-hmm. uh, the Yorha raids. Some of those are hard, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've, um, I've heard some of the um, some of the raid mechanics like and i'm just like what the, what the fuck and you know destiny's got real weird mechanics too so I've, I've done those but oh yeah it's definitely a thing where like playing on console like i'm gonna have to like get on discord with like a group and be like okay what do i do oh yeah totally some of those are i'd imagine would be impossible without voice voice chat like you could mm-hmm. maybe get away with like there are ways to mark where you're going or like hey yeah. do this thing as a priority but like <laughs> yeah, some of the raid mechanics. I have not gotten to like the really intense ones. Mm-hmm. But oh sorry, Allison, were you saying something? No, I was just coughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying something, sorry. But um yeah, uh like there's stuff like where one person is gonna have to take aggro of this one projectile so that it hits this one thing and then spreads out to like these three other people in very specific places so that they can carry those sub projectiles other places and then make sure that like they're far away from everyone else so it doesn't wipe the entire team this Whereas, literally like, just sounds like destiny <laughs> sure but and like but like it's so hard to communicate that if you're not in some yeah. form of voice chat and or if you're not yeah. familiar with what's going to happen kind of stuff yeah well yeah, obviously that's sure. like any raid but yeah. yeah. So I don't My, know how you I, the Praetorium. The Praetorium. You didn't need to know anything. It was just no. That's you are walking through a movie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, but yeah. I will say five point three did have. I forget in a Realm Reborn. Do you have the instanced duties where it's like just you? It's just solo. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like of, not like not like a full thing, but you'd have like instance to like oh you're gonna get pulled into this like little combat scenario right so those get a little bit more involved as you go on and like sometimes you're it'll be things you have to queue for but sometimes it'll be these instance ones where it's just you and Mm -hmm. uh, those are tend to be a little bit more story heavy uh, Mm -hmm. for the instance ones and i went through one in 5.3 that i would say is probably (coughs) best the best in the whole game by far like in my opinion, I'd have to talk with some people who have also played it and say, see where they fall on it. But I would say it's extremely good. Um, I, I think it's called Faded Memories. Uh, and okay. it's really, really excellent. So if anyone's listened to this and knows Faded Memories, send me a message on gaming at fix.space or at Twitter, fix podcasts on Twitter. Because <laughs> I thought that was extremely uh, well done. 
man, we fucked up. We didn't, did like any of us use like the recruitment thing on Allison so we could get her like to sign up <laughs> and then we get the like all the bonuses? Dang. Nope. Oh, well. But if you <laughs> would like to sign up for the, 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 the trial, to hit us up on Twitter and we can recruit you and we'll all get something. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Mutually beneficial. Um, yeah. Totally lost what I was going to say. Never mind. No, sorry. But, you know, trying to get us those chocobo feathers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bonus XP, you know. Uh, all right. Well, that's Final Fantasy 14. Game of the year. 2021. Maybe hey, we'll see if we want to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe when Endwalker comes out, but you know, it's, it, it's we, we. I have no problem saying Endwalker is game of the year. But, you know, assuming <laughs> I get to it and play it, uh, but that's a whole other thing. Endwalker is the end of the current <coughs> like saga, right? They've and then they're basically... like starting a new story afterwards. They're like in the 5.1 or whatever. Yeah, like they've said, uh, well, 6.1. but 6.1, yeah. Uh, but but um, they've said that it will essentially be the end of like the story of the Scions, if you want to think of okay. it that way. Like that okay. saga. Yeah, yeah. So like Realm Reborn to Endwalker is like a saga, Skywalker saga. And then yep. <laughs> 6.1 will be the start of the... Ray Ray Binks saga. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. And Walker seems really interesting. It's by the same I, writer I, who did who did I know nothing um, about it. It's it's the same writer who did Shatterbringers. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That's very appealing. What did Creative Business Unit 2 make? Didn't they do something? They're, now they're doing I think, 16, but... They're also... I think they're a big part of 5.5, the patch that's coming out in 10 days. They put out a trailer yesterday, and I saw their logo all up on there. Mm. Oh, yeah, they do They do a lot of things. But they're... I guess they're lead on 16. No, Creative Business Unit 3? <laughs> I don't know. Love their naming schemes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. it's creative business unit three. Oh, yeah. So they did Heaven's Word. They were on Heaven's Word, Stormblood, Shadowbringers, Endwalker. Now sixteen. Nice. Yeah. All right. Noise. Well, hey, we got through all our games in less than an hour this week. Wow. Nice. Oh, uh, that means it's on to news. Which this week there's there's a there's a little bit not too much nothing too ridiculous happened. What are you talking about? Look at our first story. Our first uh, story is like indispensable news. Yeah, breaking news. The breaking huge. news: a gotcha game that came out in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based on the hit, the modern franchise of Looney Tunes. Um, yeah. is adding Big Chungus, <laughs> which is just... Yes! It's Big Bugs Bunny. Big Chungus. You know, everyone's favorite, Big Chungus. 
from like a real old Warner Brothers cartoon. Um, yeah, no, I was looking it up and uh, why this is happening now, I don't know. And there's a uh, for that cartoon where it it came from, it, which is from the uh, short Wabbit Trouble, Wabbit Twubble, which I don't like <laughs> well, saying it like that. I uh, do know why they're doing it, and it's because people like us will talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> yep. No, the yes, right. it worked. They got it. Us. Worked. So, is Big Chungus the canonical name? No, <laughs> or no. no was, okay, that was Big Chungus was like a you know it's like small bean is like the opposite of a small bean is it's a Big Chungus, and uh, yeah, no, it was just like there's like, like a and stuff like, like that. little small uh, small bit of the of the short where he where Bugs Bunny looks like that. And it's not necessarily like named, like it's still Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he's just but, making fun of Elmer Fudd or whatever. Yeah. Um. And but, huh. yeah, so, Big Chungus is just uh, it's just a meme, a thing you call things, and then for some reason this picture became a, a meme on its own, and then they started calling him Big Chungus, and then two years later, they here here comes. The Warner Brothers with their gotcha game going. Big Chungus? <laughs> well, eh? they also made eh? it. They put out like a seven second trailer, which is literally just the world and then Big Chungus appearing behind it mm-hmm. as though it's mm-hmm. the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, have, do you, any of you actually know like what kind of game is it? Like, According like, to this it's a gotcha, Kotaku but... story, Looney Tunes World of Mayhem is a mobile game in the vein of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and Marvel Strike Force. Oh. So it's like a... Mm. Like, I don't like a know light art action RPG? Uh, I think it's... Uh, let me look it up. Because I've not played those games either. But they're I kind of... Uh, let's see. You got stars. It's kind of like a you set them up and they battle. Like I don't know if it's turn based, oh. but it's it's like kind of like an auto battler maybe. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So you just set up. You make a team and then they fight other teams. How big is Big Chunk is going to be on that screen? <laughs> like I don't have I don't have scale for a the other Looney Tunes and b Big Chunk is compared. I like, mean, well, I mean, it's one. just it's just like. If you like a, a large rabbit, if you, if you yeah, it's just if you filled Bugs Bunny up with like too much water and he got real bloated. Okay. It's it's who you call Big Chungus, or he had like a, th- a thyroid problem or something. Oh my god, I love it when you call me Big Chungus. <laughs> and there's your title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there has to be a remix, right? I. I don't know. That's uh, if there is, that can be our, our opening music. Call me Big Chungus. <laughs> well, no, that doesn't seem to exist that I can see. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. There is the notorious Big Chungus, though. <laughs> notorious Big Chungus. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's <laughs> Looney Tunes World of Mayhem, Big Chungus, coming at you. Why? I don't know. Why not? Anyway. Well, I mean, again, we know because it m- makes people write stupid stories and talk about it on a podcast. 
But yeah. We lo- we we gave in, we lost, we, we have failed. Journalistic integrity in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> Uh, nothing. Uh, nothing. I got nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, next up, the console war is over because mm-hmm. they can't compete with Big Chungus. Yeah, um, everyone has laid down their arms. Controllers have fallen to the wayside. Everyone picked up their smartphone and downloaded Looney Tunes: World of Mayhem. Yeah, adaptive triggers be damned. <laughs> well, adaptive triggers be damned indeed. As MLB The Show 21 makes it onto the Xbox on Allison's birthday? Oh, is it? 420? Yeah, my birthday is 420. Oh, I didn't see the date. The date came out nice. I didn't see the date either. So I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, happy birthday to Allison. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Your favorite game, MLB The Show. On a service that I don't use. All right. (laughs) Well, you have a PlayStation 5. Yeah, I do. Where you can pay $70, or if you're an Xbox gamer, for the first time ever, you can play MLB The Show on your Xbox. Is it only on the series consoles? Like SX? or I'm not sure about that, but you can play it on Game Pass day one. Day one. Which is kind of a, a coup for Microsoft on that. Because this game, yeah, little... the series, has been Sony exclusive for years. Like it's developed by Sony. Yeah, since its inception, right? Yeah, it's like, been the only MLB game, like I mean, licensed MLB game, around should... like s- baseball sim for yeah, a while. I would, I would like to get Chris's opinion on this because mm-hmm. I think Chris is more entwined with that kind of series more much more than more so than i am mm-hmm. and i imagine pat a little bit too but um uh jeff davis friend of the site also a fan oh. of the show apparently oh i didn't know that yeah. um but that seems like a big move on either sony or microsoft side i can't tell which like i don't i wonder who propositioned who so one of the things i'm seeing is that mlb is publishing on microsoft on the Xbox, oh. so they huh. I don't know if that's if that's legit, but um yeah, there's that is one of the things, like one of the explanations people are putting out there is that the MLB was like, Yeah, we'll take that money to put it on Game Pass, we don't care. That's interesting. Um Yeah. So Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, no, um it's made it, by Sandy it's made by San Diego Studios. And it yeah. has been since the start. And the parent company of San Diego Studios is SIE. So it yeah. will be a Sony-developed first-party game on the Xbox. On Game Pass. On Game Pass, yeah. Good point. That's 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 really the wild, that's the real wild thing, is yeah. that it's on uh, Game Pass. Like, it being on Xbox is like, whatever, yeah, who cares? Like, that's that's fine. I still think but, it's pretty important, but uh, by the way, it is oh, Xbox One as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's important, but it's not like, it's not like that wild. Like, there have been Microsoft games, like, because, like Minecraft and, like, things like that. Sure. And then, like, my, Microsoft has done, like, Ori on you know the switch and things oh, like switch. that yeah and cuphead um yeah and like that's come around even though they said cuphead will never go to playstation and then it did like um but this is just like 
because those game like aside from the Ori developer is owned by Microsoft, but like the show is like a big game for Sony, and like it it's is. one of the it's one of the best sports games, is my understanding, yeah. uh, in terms of production and not being gross and riddled with microtransactions in the way like a 2K game or an EA game are. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I wonder. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a real wild. Yeah, it sets a weird precedent. I mean, obviously, Sony's been putting some of their stuff on PC recently. Like, I think what Days Gone is still on the way. I think yeah later this year, and like you have your Horizons and such. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're willing to kind of stretch their legs out and just say, yeah, we'll try other things. But sure, I, I don't know if that's motivated. <laughs> Like yeah, I don't know what the motivation is. Like, is that them uh, saying, "Hey, we just want more sales," or like, uh, well, are you talking about the show specifically? No, I'm just well, Sony as a whole with their yeah, yeah. Like, their willingness to to spread their wings like that, and like, are we going to see more Sony properties on the Xbox? Uh, well, I mean the 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 show is because the MLB was like, hey. If you don't yeah. open this up to more, we're going to take the license and renegotiate with someone else. And so I was like, okay, yeah, for okay, sure. We'll we'll play we'll play ball, um, right? But like impetus, whatever the impetus was, it's mm-hmm. happened now, and yeah, that cork has been popped. <laughs> like you so, know, like, uh, if Disney or Marvel came to Sony, it was like, hey, you got to put Spider Man on other consoles, or we'll. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll take the license or whatever. You know, those deals are kind of done. But when they come up for renegotiation or whatever, yeah, who knows? And like, you know, if Sony has shown a willingness to say, "Okay, we'll develop and we'll put on other consoles," you'll probably get the better experience on PlayStation. But there's no reason that they couldn't. You know, it might get like put out to a port house, like you know, an Iron Galaxy type studio to port to that other uh, console, but. You know, that's, I'd be, you know, same thing with like Microsoft. If Indiana Jones is going to be on Xbox and PlayStation because they're like, hey, you know, let's go multi-platform. That would be fine. That'd be good. Even if it's on, you know, Game Pass on Xbox and not on PlayStation. Like, that's okay. Like, it'd be nice if Sony tried to compete with that. Um, Yeah. You know, they're... Their PlayStation Plus offerings recently have been good uh, compared to Microsoft games with gold, uh, which have not been good. Uh, so <laughs> they're at least delivering on like one front with like new games, and, like AAA games, like their own first party stuff recently. Um, things like, uh, you know, Ratchet Horizon, uh, what's uh, now it's Days Gone, uh, you know, stuff like that. So hopefully. Or it's about to be days gone. It's about to be days gone. I can't remember what it yeah, was last. I month, think but. that's this month. Yeah. But yeah, so Sony is like putting stuff out there, but it's not on like the same volume as Microsoft. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of Microsoft and Xbox Series X and volume, they're going to be. Officially producing Xbox Series X mini fridges. 
because they won some Twitter poll. Yeah, they won some Twitter poll. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) And they said if we win this, we'll we'll make the Series X mini fridge and we'll sell them. That's pretty good. So they won the poll. They're now going to make the mini fridge. That's great. Yeah. Um, That's not a lot to say other than nice job committing to the bit. I still, I mean, I'm, we've this won't be the first time we've said this, but I think Phil Spencer's reign of Xbox has really turned everything about it around. Mm-hmm. And this feels like something that would happen under his reign. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a like, very, it was like, the thing was like a favorite like social media account or whatever, like brand social uh, media account and it was like Skittles okay. versus Xbox and Xbox came out on top. Does Skittles have a social media account? Oh, of course. It so it was like a Twitter account, and I don't know. I've never seen never, Skittles Twitter account, so should should be that pickle one. But I don't remember the brand, but Vlasic Dill. Yeah, no, that's Dill, the one. Vlasic the the Pelican or whatever. Yeah, they they have a good good Twitter account. Vlasic sponsor our podcast. When oh, I have gosh. a hamburger, I always reach for one particular type of pickle. Insert pickle brand here. It's a gherkin. It's a colony quit, quit jerking me around. Never. Uh, so yeah, let's <laughs> look for X. They made those Series X fridges and like gave those to like people like Snoop Dogg and stuff. And so now they're going to do the mini fridge. That's uh, were, were those full size fridges? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like they're committed, to, like you know. That's like you know, you stick a skin, like a D brand skin, on a fridge, like whatever. But yeah, it's it's silly. Unless Man. you can actually put a, a DVD or a Blu-ray in there, that'd be something. What would what D brand would you put on your fridge? <laughs> the, the Linus Tech Tips one. Oh, just his face. The, the, yeah, I showed the you my tech tip. His, yeah. <laughs> Did you see? We don't have it in news. Did you see what happened with them this week or Is there yesterday? One, I should say one percent on OnlyFans. Top one yeah. percent because <laughs> of their April joke. Fool's joke. God. Yeah, they, as a joke for April Fools, they made an OnlyFans account, and within a day, it became the top like zero point one percent of OnlyFans. And they're like, "Oh shit, do we continue this or <laughs> what?" That's, 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 I, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. But they said they were talking about like if there's a place that like if there's a way they could legitimately do stuff there, like it would be a direct way for their mm-hmm. fans to support them, like in much way yeah. the same way of float plane or whatever. But mm-hmm. well, like a Patreon, but Patreon's got its own issues and but I I feel like if you know if LTT gets big on there then other people are going to try and go on there and get big and then it's going to run into the same problems that like a patreon did with like Mm. uh the sex work stuff probably maybe as like they try and get more investment and stuff like that who knows the the only thing i've heard and we can move on after that is the reason they're hesitant is because they're a business if it was an individual Mm -hmm. they'd probably be okay with it but like they don't want to set a precedent for a business being there Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, <laughs> uh, the ca- the final casualty of the console wars, which are now over. Mario Rip. has been laid to rest. God, Rip. finally, twenty one Koopa salute. 
21 bullet bill salute. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, the 21 bullet bill salute. Sure. <laughs> That's uh just doesn't, doesn't ro- roll off the tongue as well. Um, <laughs> Nintendo kept their word and executed Mario on March 31st. This, ar- this article from CNN business, <laughs> super Mario brothers fans are panicking over rumors that Mario is going to die. <laughs> yeah. The mainstream media uh, reporting was so funny on this. It was very good. What's happening? What? Why is Mario dead? (laughs) It's It's a bunch of boomers who only know Mario and Pac-Man. So yeah, uh, Nintendo rumor is Mario going to die? Is this the (laughs) end of Super Mario? So it is the end of (laughs) Super Mario Thirty Five. And Super Mario 64, Sunshine, and uh, Galaxy 1. Galaxy 1. Those games are no longer available for sale. You could probably find them being sold at a premium now, uh, which will presumably only go up over time uh, on third-party sites. Uh, As NFTs. Yeah, yeah, non-fungible Marios. Yeah. there was a quote going around. It was anonymous. It was like from a Nintendo developer partner, but it was basically someone saying, yeah, the reason they do this is to, is, you know, it's to drum up scarcity, you know, create mm-hmm. false scarcity and get people to buy it. Because with a lot of remasters, people put them in like their wish list and mm-hmm. they just sit there. And then and they, they just people, forget about it. I mean, I've definitely done that, but like they also. Because they're like, oh, I can, I can get back to this eventually, but I don't need to do it right now. It's not new or anything. But if they say it's going away then you're going to buy it yeah there's there's a video that i'll link in the show notes that's worth watching from the youtube channel yesterworld i don't know if y'all watch yesterworld but it's really good um and it's the history it's the history of the walt disney home video and the disney vault Mm -hmm. video that they did Uh, it's like half an hour and it's really good uh it's basically basically the same type thing you know yeah like same concept it's artificial scarcity it is that kind of bullshit and the yesterworld video goes into it in a really deep way that like explores why like the business reasons why they did it in the first place and how it went and why they're not doing it anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so maybe there's a lesson to be learned there from for nintendo well the the media landscape is like so different like if you if you bought a dvd you can carry it forward, you know. You don't necessarily have like a Blu-ray of it, but like, you know, that's going to work going forward. Whereas, there's not an easy way to play any of those games now. Like, like you not can emulate, legally. but yeah. yeah, there's not an easy way that average your average person is going to do. Uh, and sure, so like that's what makes it crappy like in comparison to the disney vault like that yeah that's artificial scarcity but like you buy that dvd you've you've got that copy of the little mermaid and unless you like get it stuck in a dvd player with like a peanut butter and jelly you know and or scratch it up it's why you gotta call me out (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it's gonna work you know uh for a while you know you'll you'll get some bit rot or whatever or cd whatever the cd rot uh, eventually, probably, but it's going to be a long time before that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go back to VHS. Uh, whereas, like, you know, you're not going to boot up an N64, like, 
these days. Like you probably don't have one. And like, you know, and then do you, you have know, a copy gun sixty four and so, I Allison, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you say this like I haven't been considering buying a CRT, so the Hello oh, Kitty one? Do it. The Hello Kitty one's supposed to be like the best. How about the Shrek one? I, I don't know how it stacks up to the Hello Kitty one. The Hello Kitty really one like, is very cute too. Is the thing the, the Hello Kitty CRT is like highly sought after in the Smash community because it's got like a really good response time or something. I, I don't didn't know. know that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Allison, if I've learned anything from LGR, if you go to a Goodwill, there's a good chance that there's going to be CRTs hanging out there. See, that's the thing. I just need to get somebody to take me out to a Goodwill. Mm. So take oh, yeah. me out to the Goodwill. <laughs> There are a bunch of these Hello Kitty TVs on eBay. Hmm. Hmm. Oh no, how expensive! expensive? Well, wait, wait, wait. Before that, how big is it? I don't actually know. Like, is it like like 16 or? Yeah, it's like a 13 inch. Okay. Like an old monitor, basically. How much are they going? Built-in VCR or something? Um, looks like a lot of them are going for like the 180, 170 kind of thing, which is. That's Definitely hard. more than it would cost at a Goodwill, but the issue is that it's very cute. Is the thing <laughs> is and that this is valid. a very cute TV. Like, you you probably <laughs> need to like research to be sure, but I'm ninety nine percent sure that the CRT, like the Hello Kitty CRT, is like highly sought after. I'm looking it up now. <laughs> um, so fascinating that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, so, there's a Smash Bros. community that they started mm-hmm. a tier list, a community tier list, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Hello Kitty 13 inch is right at the top, mm-hmm, right next to okay, the, yeah. the Trinitons and like some Samsung stuff. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. That's so weird. <laughs> who is who should Nintendo put next on the the chopping block <laughs> on the guillotine? Um, yeah. Well, they're already Just putting all Pikmin, the Pikmin. apparently. Yeah. Hey. All of, well, <laughs> no, they're they're putting out that. Uh, I mean, yeah. they yeah. did put out. But that. when that game and like inevitably ends, just mm-hmm. all of them are on the guillotine at once. Just put them on a SpaceX <laughs> rocket. Yeah. Oof. Over over Seattle. Um, but I don't know. I I don't know if I care enough about any Nintendo properties. <laughs> So I don't know if I have that deep of a will to pull from. Who, who, who are they going to kill next? You know, is it I mean, going to be Captain Falcon? I mean, he's already like picking up he's on the So I, mean, I was literally just thinking about Captain Falcon, but I'm like, when's the last the time they did that? <laughs> like, yeah, they haven't they touched F Zero in like a, a thousand years. Yeah, but, like I, I was thinking Zelda, but they've already put out Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask as their own stuff, and also, mm-hmm. well, pretty much all the three D Zeldas have come out separately, right? Yeah, with with yeah. Skyward Sword upcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, so like three DS stuff has, but um, you know, yeah. like they need to. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if they did like you know here's a you know the Master Sword collection or whatever, and then you know you have until uh, midnight on December thirty first or something to buy it. On. June 9th, 6 mm-hmm. 9. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like Fire Emblem, no. No one cares. Like, not, not, like, you know, they'll in never a stop making Fire Emblem. In a mainstream yeah. audience sense, no one cares. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just, Kirby, maybe, but like, I, don't, I still think the mainstream audience doesn't care that soccer. Much I would never. <laughs> <laughs> he would soccer. I would kill Smash before he would just put a billion sword fighters in Smash before he let them kill Kirby. I, I think I, the only other option they have would be Zelda. That's the only other I, thing they could do this way. Yeah, I think so. I could, I could see. But they'd have to say we're killing off Zelda and then just use pictures of Link. <laughs> yeah, um, I could also maybe see like a Pokemon collection of like maybe you know red, blue, silver, gold, and don't know if you reach out to the next next gens, but like you get your crystals, etc. Like classic, class Pokemon classic collection. Yeah, like I could see it, but I don't know if it's that they they wouldn't want to cannibalize their new stuff. I think those games are so beloved that, and like from the hardcore fan base at least, like I feel like that would cannibalize a lot of the new sales. Maybe, but they'd probably buy the new games anyway and bitch and complain. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Smash collection. They'd never do that. <laughs> they would never. Uh, that, Mario would kill, Party that would kill Sakurai. <laughs> yes, it would. You're right. <laughs> that would be the end for Sakurai. That, the, Sakurai is next on the chopping block with the Smash Bros. collection. Oh, man. Oh, God. Well... Uh, yeah, so Mario is dead. Long live Mario. Ahoo. Next up on our list, speaking of mascots, Activision added Crash 4 to Battle.net. Yeah, they did. The single player game. <laughs> or I guess it's multiplayer. Can you you can play it multiplayer? I don't know if it has uh, online multiplayer. Not online, yeah. But they decided that it needed online only DRM. Need, needed everyone's favorite. I mean, like PC games, like you're probably gonna be online. Maybe, maybe you're on a laptop and you don't have yeah, internet. But, or, still, or it's, you, it's still your, ridiculous. Your internet cuts out for like five minutes. Yeah, that happens. Or yeah, or you've got a metered connection. and You're like, I'm only connected when I need to be. St-. Yeah, there's there's plenty of reasons. Or you're in Antarctica. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, good luck for if you're in Antarctica because and want to play Crash Four because the online DRM was cracked within 24 hours. Good job, everybody. Nice work. You did it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not surprising, but it is really funny to open Battle BattleNet and see like Call of Duty. Uh, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Crash. <laughs> yeah. It just looks so out of place with everything. Um, but it's not surprising. I mean, like, it's just a crack. Like, how long cracks have been going forever? Um, like, I think when I was reading about it, it's like they literally replaced one file in the directory and it worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like, it. It was just the minimal amount of piracy protection that they could have added, and it was so pointless. Yeah. Uh, Activision, what are they doing? Uh, That just seems like a thing that was like given little time to do it, and they're like, okay, what's like the easiest thing we can implement? 
and also it was the easiest thing to crack, but yeah, like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know who's gonna play Crash on PC as their preferred preferred platform, anyways. Oh, I'm sure there there are plenty of people, but like you know, it's not gonna be many because it's not on Steam, and there's still like a massive like you know the people who are playing on Battle.net are there for Overwatch wow. or WoW. Call yeah. of Duty, like they're not there for. And Call of Duty's on Steam, isn't it, or is it only on Battle.net? Mm, some Call of Duties are on Steam. I don't know if Cold the, War the, is. Yeah, like I don't know if the modern ones are, or you know the contemporaries. Uh, Looking, but uh, like, yeah, it's I don't not on. It's not on Steam. Okay, yeah. So people, you know, there there are specific reasons people are going to call the, uh, the Battle.net. And it's not for Crash. <laughs> yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> what is Crash? He's a wombat? Is that, no, oh, he's a... No, he's a bandicoot. Bandicoot, right. Crash bandicoot, <laughs> right. Right. I don't know why. What even is a... I don't know. What is a bandicoot? Like, what is... That's not even a... That's not a thing. It's Australian. So it's probably poisonous. It's not real. Uh, Australia? Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it's fake. I've never seen it in Australia. Yeah. What do you you believe in, like, maps? (laughs) Chump. But you (laughs) think the Earth is round, too. Nerd. Uh, Next up. We talked about this two weeks ago, last week. When when was the last week? Right? I don't. What is time? Yes, last week. No, I wasn't here last week. We talked about this a while ago. Uh, it was PSN. Anyway, it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, because I wasn't here last week. Was I? Were you? Maybe I was here last week. I wasn't here the week <laughs> before that. I'm titling this new segment. Andre has an existential crisis. I. Uh, PSN stores uh, were there's reported they were going to be shut down for the PS3, Vita, and PSP coming this summer, and Sony confirmed it uh, recently. That that means you will not be able to buy any more games from these platforms uh, using like PSN dollars or whatever. That yeah. you know you won't be able to like PSN put bucks. credit card info in and put money in and buy new games on those platforms. But you will be able to download games you currently own and, I guess, redeem codes. If you find a code for, like, Brink or something, you can download that if you put that in. But you can't buy it. I wonder why. But I, like, I wonder why the, it retains three quarters of its functionality except for the last quarter. Like. Are they losing a know. bunch of revenue by just having that available to people? I, I, Prom- I, I mean, know. I don't know. It's like, I think it's 2,000 digital only games are going to be just like gone. Just left left out in the water. Yeah. Yeah, I which is sad. That's the number I saw, which is a bummer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's uh, So, okay, according to this video game's Chronicle story... In total, around 2,200 digital-only games will disappear after the store closes, including uh, 630 digital-only Vita games, 730 digital-only PS3 games, 
Wow. A small number of digital-only PSP games, 293 PlayStation Minis, 336 PS2 Classics, and around 260 PS1 Classics. Interesting. Uh, So not all the PS1 Classics made it to PS4, then? I guess, yeah. I I didn't know that. Yeah, I'd... uh, it just sucks. I don't know. It's. Mm-hmm. I think we've been talking about this for a year or two now that Sony, much um, in contrast to what I was just saying about Phil Spencer, mm-hmm. Sony seems like uh, from their management side of things, they've just been getting shittier. Oh, I mean, I've, oh, I've totally. been saying this yeah, like almost as long as for a while. I've yeah. been saying this as long as we've been podcasting, basically. Like, I, I don't, I haven't trusted Sony's management for ages. Like, I, they make good hardware and I like their software, but like, I don't trust yeah, their and it's management like, to be good stewards of the brand and of their games. And like, yeah. as like, you know, Sony has, like, they make good games, they make important games, and they have a responsibility to like uphold that and be good stewards for their platform and the games on their platform mm-hmm. and you know game preservation should be a thing they should think about but jim ryan has very publicly said he don't give a fuck about that kind well, of stuff uh, you know not even, specifically not backwards even, compatibility but it's not um, even just that it's that he clearly has doesn't have an understanding of it he just fundamentally but, doesn't understand like why would you want to play old yeah. games it's like well a lot of reasons. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was, was a child once, unlike you, Jim Ryan, who emerged from the womb as an old man <laughs> with crash zooms <laughs> and all, right from your mom. But, Fucking or was Benjamin that him? Was Button that Jim disease Ryan? ass. Uh, yeah, Jim Ryan was crash zoom. That was oh. that was actually how he came out of the womb. That came out <laughs> of the womb, and his dad was there with the camera to take the picture. And then he was so shocked by what came out that he crash zoomed on his old man baby's face. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm curious there was case a time, Ryan. There was a time when Sony seemed like they were finally getting their shit together. Like right when yeah. they started announcing the PS4. I think mm-hmm. like with that event when they had like when they told Shida us you're going to pay for PlayStation four or PlayStation <laughs> online. No, that was, like that how, was after I like how that's the one thing you pulled out of it, but yeah, <laughs> no, that was but the like, E3 thing, but yeah. Yeah. But like Shuhei Yoshida was there. Like you had, um, oh, yeah. Jack he's Tretton. on my shit list now too. So well, now he is, but Jack Tretton. Yeah. Like at the time. With his, his like mob Adam, ass mentality, Adam boys, and Adam and, boys uh, and Yasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it, it was a different time, and I've been saying like I I I haven't believed like I I didn't believe in uh, who was the guy before Ryan. I can't even remember his name, uh, but oh. I didn't believe in the the previous leadership. And I certainly I I like I'm nostalgic for uh, what's his face the hand talk guy who had all like the perfect like corporate public speaking gestures uh down pat um but i'm gonna have to look that up because i can't remember yeah but sean and andrew house no no it was the other guy uh sean no sean Layden or whatever sean Layden. there we go yes still i wonder what happened but yeah it like makes me nostalgic for sean Layden. like what (laughs) 
I can't even that's find how, That's how bad. That's like SH8. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, yes, right, him. Yeah, right, right, uh, right. like Jim Ryan makes me nostalgic for Sean Layden, and that's that's bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I at least yeah. felt like Sean Layden could feel joy. <laughs> I don't. Have you seen the stupid, uh, the stupid, uh, what, what are the, what are the, 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 you sign it? What are those things called? The internet petition, petition oh, to remove Jim Ryan from Sony. That's funny. So stupid. Kaz Harai. I'm looking through some of the notes. Are, yeah, Kaz there, was also, there we go. Kaz was great. Yeah. That's, that's more who I was thinking of than Yasp in some ways. Well, what we need is some Ridge Racer. Yeah, that'll pull him out of this funk. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, Gran Turismo ain't coming out anytime soon. So, throw a Ridge Racer, get a giant enemy crab or something, you know, we can make it work. John Cadera. I don't remember John Cadera very much. Uh, he... Oh, God, Ken Kudaragi. Sorry, just looking through these notes of people who have been executives there. Ken Kudaragi was a nightmare. I love him. Yeah. Father of the PlayStation, baby. Yeah. Father of the Cell. That too. <laughs> and they said, you're done. Anyway. Oh, did Anyways. you see the Sony is renaming from Sony Corp to Sony Group Corp? So they're now, because they are like in so many different things, they're like banking, mobile, like they're just like, hmm. we got to change it from Sony to Sony Group. Like, okay. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> silly. I didn't not, see that, not important. Also, yeah. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, they're changing Jeez. their name. Oh, that's okay. Whatever. Uh, next up, this news is going to impact Sony. It's going to impact Microsoft. It's going to possibly impact that new Nintendo Switch if it gets made. Foxconn uh, has said components shortage, says component storage. This motherfucker said storage. Uh, the component shortage is going to last until mid-2022. Spelling Which hard. means uh, things like graphics cards, PC components in general, CPUs, uh, so, motherboards and, probably. Yeah, uh, which is a, a pretty reason. Well, not reasonable. It's a pretty big reason for why there's such a drought with console manufacturing right now and yep. like why it's hard to get your hands on a ps5 or xbox series x yeah. or anything like that because they can't make as many of them as they want to and foxconn is one of the major yep. uh, like develop development houses if you yeah. want to think yeah manufacturers they're what they're a taiwanese one like and it's, taiwan yeah. is huge for psmc silicon. and yeah that's but if they like you know and all these companies are kind of operating at capacity too so even if they wanted to they couldn't make more but they're like kind of gearing up to make more like building new factories and stuff but there's just like certain parts they can't make yeah so yeah i don't know uh, yeah if you want to buy a new console it it probably won't get you know, it'll get slightly easier as more people who want them 
like get them and then like they're out of the market and probably less scalping going on. I'm sure there's still some happening, but like the price has to be coming down at this point. The people who are willing to pay the exorbitant prices have to have dried up by now. But maybe hope. once once more games start hitting, like once Ratchet comes out or something like that, maybe things will jump back up for a little bit. I mean, that's why I don't I have not put in any effort to try mm-hmm. and find one because the games don't seem to be there yet. Or yeah. nothing uh, nothing exclusive yeah. seems to be there. For me at yeah. least. Yeah. You've got like a thirty eighty, thirty ninety. What did, yeah, what did you a, get? Yeah, I have a thirty eighty. I have a strong PC, so I don't Yeah. I'm I'm fine for multiplat. Yeah. Uh, if you're, all you're doing is playing Final Fantasy fourteen anyway, you're probably <laughs> pretty good on a PC. Hey, I've got it with some mods that make it look real nice. So the PS5 version, we don't have this on the news. The PS5 version of Final Fantasy fourteen is going to hit beta this month, like I think yeah, April thirteenth. Yeah, same day that five point five part one okay. launches. You want to opt into that? It's going to have better load times, better textures some other stuff it's beta so like no, could be buggy no but times. yeah which would be nice uh but you'll still have to wait in like instances for people but whatever Cues. Yeah. yeah well that and but i mean like uh wait for people to load in and whatnot and just yeah. like have to stand there oh the little, sure the little pen <laughs> allison are you playing it on ps5 currently like ps4 version on ps5 yep nice are you gonna up- i imagine you'll upgrade to that beta when it comes out then Will do. <laughs> that's where that's where I'm playing too. Uh, I thought about buying on PC just to like have the better control, but I was like, ah, do I want to spend thirty dollars? I really want to hear how y'all handle some of the late game stuff. If one of you plays like one of the more intense classes, like a summoner or a dancer or something like that, how you do that on a controller? Because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll see. I I like playing it. Just like I like having. The, just sitting on the couch playing it of it all but I'm, I'm interested to see how some of that control like more difficult controls are gonna get yeah because like i i use a controller and keyboard like where i take my hand off the controller and then hit key combos on my keyboard mm. really fast and then get back to it so well we'll Anyways. see uh last news story Summer Games Done Quick, the perennial favorite, Games Done Quick, is going to be back this summer online. They will not be doing an in-person event this year, which is still smart. Yeah, Uh, I I like that they're, you know, being being safe. mm -hmm. And that's July 4th to 11th. Uh, Always always a good time. Uh, Some real good stuff is possible when they're doing these home streams, like you get exposed to a lot of streamers in like their natural element. So they're able to do their weird, goofy stream shit. Like the guy who's like speed running fear or something. And then he was like, okay, now we just have to wait a little bit and spun his camera around and had another TV. And he was doing a second speed run on the side. Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of fun and it's nice that it it, it kind of opens uh, GDQ up to more people. Yes. Because, I mean, a lot of people do have to do the whole, like, yeah. I don't know, uh, raise travel money to, get or, tra- to yeah. travel there. or Can't travel. And, yeah, so you can get a lot more people and, like, different people playing different games and, yeah, stuff like that, which is really cool, really neat. Sadly, I think it'll be too late to get Resident Evil 
ape village. Resident Evil Village uh, in there. But I'm trying to think, has anyone done like certain games they won't play just because they're like, you know, they've got swearing or like maybe too much violence in some of them, I think. Like there's some stuff that's like, you know, you're not going to see Leisure Suit Larry at Summer Games Done Quick, for example. Um, no Hoonie Pop. But yeah, I'm trying to think if I've seen Resident Evil 7. At- oh, it definitely has. Oh, okay. yeah. they, because there is one where they game. randomized it, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah, they did do the randomizer. You're right for 7. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. Those games yeah, that was right. because I just remember that being particularly a fun one mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. uh, they're just yeah because it's just uh or like the I, I remember whichever um, Resident Evil Seven run I did watched was really really mm-hmm. good because it was just very I don't know the the runner was very knowledgeable and very mm-hmm. clearly knew the game very well. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't think it was. Uh... I think it was in 2018. It was Carcinogen. And oh, it was, yeah. It wasn't that it was a randomizer. It was the mode he was playing on randomized oh, certain elements. Yeah, oh, he was playing okay. on, like, the super, like, the hardest like, level where, yeah. where it does some randomized stuff. That That's a good right. run. If, if anybody wants yeah. to get into watching speedruns, I think that's a particularly good one to watch because it's, uh, yes. like, it, it's... Both like memorization, but also there's a little bit of randomization, mm-hmm. and carcinogen is it, really a really fun runner to watch. It's, it's thinking on the thinking on the fly and like skill, technical skill, knowledge of the game, all that yeah, kind impro- of stuff. It's, almost yeah. improvisation. Yeah, it's kind of like a perfect storm of like things you have to be good at. So I can't imagine being, you know. Like it's it, as far as speedruns go, those ones where there's very specific uh, knowledge of the game. Plus, you have to be able to improvise and do stuff mm. on the fly. It's 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 very fun. Yeah, uh, and so cool. my favorite streamer uh, for at least for Resident Evil stuff, Bakba Soup, is doing a <laughs> entire like deep like lore playthrough of the Resident Evil series, leading oh, that's up cool. to. Uh, Resident Evil Village coming out. He's going to cool. deep dive on every game and the story of everything, and not just speed through it. Because uh, typically he speed runs, and he'll do like eight hour marathons where he plays like nine games or something. Wow! Uh, cool. But this time it's uh, he's going to go through each one meticulously and painstakingly. Yeah, there's a couple speedrunners I keep an eye on, just like what they're doing with whatever one of them is carrie the one mm-hmm. who uh, she does the the celeste stuff mm. it's been great mm-hmm. so yeah there's lots there's lots of great stuff uh sgdq is the best yeah well GD, uh, gdq is the best yeah so. yeah i think <laughs> oh sorry please mm-hmm. go for it, Allison. Oh, it's just one of those things where I don't watch a whole lot of speedrunning except for GDQ, which I watch a lot of GDQ whenever those are airing. I think that's just because it's just such a fun atmosphere and they always like to focus on both skill and also showing off some really fun, interesting stuff. So mm. I'm excited to see what uh, Summer Games Done Quick this year is like. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, and now they've done it online a few times, so like... Hopefully it'll be smoother. Yeah. 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 The one last thing I'll say while we're talking about streaming, uh, that Ludwig stream 
<laughs> with the subathon where people were donating and it was adding 10 seconds to his clock. Uh, I think we talked about that either last week. It must have been last week. And he was like 10 or something days into it by that point. It's still going on right now. Whoa, what is what uh, is this thing? What, oh, what are they doing for this? Uh, it's a uh, subathon where basically uh, if people subscribe, it adds 10 seconds onto his clock. Uh, and mm-hmm. it got up to like, he was like, okay, well, well maybe this will give us like 24 hours. Uh, but yeah, it's been going for over two weeks at this point. Um, it's like and, 10, 10 seconds to like to his stream time or to his clock. Like there's a countdown clock uh-huh. of like how long is left of the stream. And okay. Yeah. And so he just, just can't sleep. Is, no, he, he's, is he sleeping he was, on stream? Yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping on stream. Okay. And then like he has moderators, like roommates and stuff like that, that are filling mm-hmm. in the, the other times. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's great. Cause like he said that like half of all the money that gets made is going straight to charity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of the other half, like probably about another half of that is going to his mods and stuff like that. The people mm-hmm. who are keeping the stream alive, basically. So it's not mm-hmm. really a like get rich, get yeah. rich quick scheme or anything like that. He's being pretty uh, mm-hmm. straightforward. Like he's doing good things with it. But yeah, it's been like over two weeks straight. <laughs> nice. It's still, it's still happening right now. That's interesting. All right. Well, that's going to do it for news this week. Where, where I said, let's do a short one because I'm waking up early tomorrow and we did a short one. We did it. Nicely done. They said it couldn't be done. But what can be done. Oh, yeah. Apparently there's a new trailer for Space Jam that just came out. Yep. Yep. Um, Check that out later. uh, What can be done is you can send an email to gaming at fix.space where you, uh, Solicit us for codes to recruitment codes for Final Fantasy fourteen and or um uh, I don't know what what uh who who should Nintendo kill next? Write write us to tell us your thoughts on Nintendo's next execution. Where are they gonna roll that guillotine up to? Yeah, and how do they do it? What do you mean how do they do uh, it? I mean, how do they? How who are they killing, and how do they execute? Oh. Like firing squad, electric chair, injection, like you know, comically large anvil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and big is it, all, is it all like Danganronpa style executions oh, too, yes. where it's like mm-hmm. send him to space? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, they put Kirby. They just Kirby eats until he is just he can't eat anymore, and then he eats more, and then he explodes. Me so yeah, that's put on a giant piano. Gaming at fixed off space, uh, or you can find us on Twitter at Fix Podcasts and twitch.tv slash Gaming Fix. You can find me Andre Cole. AKA your partner's favorite King of the Hill character on Twitter at Coolslaw, C O O L S L 4 W, where you can also solicit me for a recruitment code for Final Fantasy 14 and the critically acclaimed Heaven's Word in the free trial. Allison, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. And Alex. 
I'm going to be hanging out with kitty cats this weekend. Yay! I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 and I dance, dance, dance. I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I podcast cast, and I podcast cast. True. On all accounts. Thanks for joining me. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, with another episode. Goodbye, everybody. Stay wet, Andre. Oh. Oh! You best believe I'll be staying wet. I am the wettest gamer. <laughs> all, all you other gamers, stay wet. That's an order.